Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast, the podcast where we try to investigate the cinematic timeline of Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ashton. I'm your other host, London. And I'm your other, other host, Mariah. Welcome to chapter 31. We are on... A brand new series with There's No Creature Like Snow Creature. So before we jump into this episode, we have another review that I would like to read. So really appreciate this. This is sent in by Zach. So thank you, Zach, for sending in this review. He said, hi, guys. I really enjoy your podcast. I always listen to it when it comes out. You guys do an amazing job at it. So thank you so much, Zach. That's really kind. Short and sweet. Appreciate you taking the time to do that and saying nice words. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. So, okay, again, before we totally dive into this, we are in a brand new series. We are finally on our second series of our timeline. This is What's New Scooby-Doo. This is the series technically I grew up with. It was the one that was airing while I was growing up. I remember waking up and like watching the new episodes air. I have a few recorded on VHS. I probably could go back and find of like recording when they aired originally. So this, this series is very um, nostalgic for me. It's very reminiscent of my childhood. But what do you guys, what do you th- guys think of just the first episode? I believe this is the introduction of what's new Scooby-Doo to both of you. Yeah, I've never seen an episode before. I thought it was really cute, and I liked all the new kind of, like, things of the times, like the new gadgets and the stuff that they have to solve the mysteries, so I thought it was kind of cool. New update that I liked. Yeah, it's updated. Even their um, outfits are a little updated. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I'm excited to see even more of it. It was a good intro for the series, I guess. I'm just ready to see <laughs> what's next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Um, I haven't totally watched this whole series through in quite some years, uh, but I'm excited to revisit some. There are definitely like some hidden gem episodes, I feel like, within this series. Like One I'm excited to get to is... Uh, it's, I think it's called... like. Uh, Diamonds are Ghoul's best friend, but it's about going to a hockey tournament and there's this ice creature thing. I mean, <laughs> kind of had the same thing here, but <laughs> wait. <laughs> um, but I really like that episode, and I feel like there's some hidden gem monsters within this series too. Uh, it's some I feel like are a little more cartoony, but then I feel like there are some that kind of put the gang in more dangerous situations than you would think, at least starting out this series. Uh, you know, I don't... You don't really get the vibe of totally dangerous. I mean, the gang members did have some danger here, but um, but some of the later villains and monsters, I feel like, will get kind of like out for blood type of... Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited. This series doesn't really go dark necessarily at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really excited for this series because, again, it's the one I grew up with. And I know a lot of people enjoy this series. It's a very, very highly regarded series. So 
Yeah, we're in we're in a favorite series right now. So yeah. here we go. Yay. So episode one, this is chapter thirty-one. There's no creature like snow creature. Let's jump in with Fred. He is excited to get to this lodge to meet all of his boarding heroes. Yeah, he was so excited to get to the ski lodge. And there was like a snowboarding championship going on. And he apparently is a big snowboarding fan. Yeah. I did not know, but he was excited. Knew everyone. Yeah, true. He was like, oh my gosh, it's so-and-so. Oh my gosh, it's so-and-so. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was like, whoa. Slow down there, Fred. I thought kind of he had like a little bit of a crush on the one Gretchen girl. Is yeah, that, Gretchen. Ooh. He's like getting all starstruck. But... <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they didn't necessarily come to ski, but it is another instance they're going to ski lodge and never ski. I know. Then that was one of my favorite episodes was when they went to the, in the pup named Scooby-Doo. Yep. But yeah, they don't end up. They, of course, they find a mystery, and they're too absorbed with that to actually yeah. ski or snowboard or do anything. But. Because it's affecting Fred's boarding heroes. Exactly, exactly. It's all about Fred. <laughs> it's all about Fred. Yeah, in our last episode, I was like, "This movie should have been Fred and the Monster of Mexico, not Scooby Doo." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even watch it, but <laughs> from what you've told me, it sounds like they <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy had nothing to do with anything that was going yeah. on. <laughs> so Fred has put a GPS in the mystery machine now. And he says, he claims that it can get you to your location within, what was it, five inches? Five something? Yeah, just very, supposed to be accurate. Yeah, it's supposed to be super accurate, which unfortunately it tries to make them drive off a cliff so it must not be as accurate as he claims yeah and it's all be welcome enjoy your stay on the beach or whatever glitching out he was just following that blindly like yeah it just driven off the cliff even after velma tells him hey i think you're supposed to turn that way not this way yeah that was funny the gps is gonna carry on i don't know necessarily in this series specifically i can't remember another instance but again, it's been a hot minute since I've watched this whole series through. But I know in some other movies we'll get into, he'll have a GPS and with like a voice. But the GPS almost kind of gets its own personality eventually. And like, you know, they'll kind of be saying stuff or whatever. And it kind of will comment back and be like, oh, well, Shaggy and Scooby's not helping out. You know, basically just kind of side comments. And there's even a, an end credit scene. Uh, in the movie Legend of the Phantasaur. And uh, it just, like, shows the van just, like, abandoned or whatever, and it's basically just like, hey, I'm still here. Like, <laughs> you guys love me. <laughs> so it kind of becomes its own... It's almost like the mystery machine is getting a voice. Yeah, it's killing its own mm -hmm. character. Like, the GPS is, like, its voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be kind of fun to see. It alterate and kind of see what happens with that, but so yeah, he's Fred is super excited to meet this snowboarding heroes. The first one, didn't he meet Gretchen first? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Mm -hmm. And then we meet um, Chris Klug. Yeah, Chris Klug. 
who is signing an autograph, not for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like he was, like, signing this, talking to this other guy, signing an autograph, and Fred was just like, oh, my gosh, Chris Clue. He was just like, okay, thanks, bye. Like, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> he, yeah. was, he was getting all excited and, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> kind of geeking out. That was cute. Eventually, we see this creep going up the mountain, and Fred's like, let's follow him. I was like, okay, Fred, let's just follow the creeper. Well, it's just, like, funny. He just jumps, like, oh, he's a creep, yeah, and uh-huh. he, he walks all weird, or, like, he must be doing something wrong. Yeah, you know what it reminded yeah. me of? His animation of walking reminded me of, like, that elusive footage of Bigfoot oh, yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah, because they just show, like, this silhouette, and he's yeah. just like, grrr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also though um, when he sees Velma in danger he gets the monster to chase him oh I didn't notice that yeah Velma was like oh my gosh what do I do I'm in this giant puffy coat thing oh, I can't yeah. move and so Fred like ran out and was like hey you frozen beast or whatever come get me and then that's when he breaks his leg because yes. he falls down, he falls down. Yes. which yeah he breaks his leg <laughs> yeah we don't see this a lot in Scooby of like, you know, because cartoon characters can fall and be fine, you know. I yeah. mean, we see it with the monster right. in this episode. Yeah. But yeah, I, I honestly thought it was kind of cool. It kind of put, gave the gang like, oh, there is some sense of real danger for him. Mm-hmm. You know, where falling doesn't just get you get right back up type of thing. Like there was a consequence to him not yeah. watching where he was running. But, yeah, but then it kind of put him a little bit, in a way, on the back burner of the mystery mystery machine. Mystery. Uh, But he kind of helped guide the game, you know, kind of was their eyes. Yeah, exactly. It's like that happened way early on in the episode. And so everyone else kind of had to take the lead there, Mm -hmm. which was interesting to me. Yeah, new dynamic Mm -hmm. for all of them. Yeah. I liked it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Um, yeah, so we'll get, I mean, we'll talk about that, but I thought that was cool. So Fred, (laughs) he's doing this thing again, like he did from Legend of the Vampires, like, just assuming it's all okay, he's like, okay, we need a decoy snowboarder, and he's just like, so we're gonna enter ourselves into this competition? Yeah. He gets super brazen about that, I think. <laughs> Especially with, like, the guy, what's his name, Bruce Wilkinson, he's yeah. like, by the way, this is gonna happen, and <laughs> he's like, okay, kid. I didn't like that Burris guy. Yeah. What does he say? He's like, whatever, you know, keeps the contest going, yeah. whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. I don't really care about the stupid ice monster, snow monster. He w- Him and the reporter lady kind of seem like the red herring of the episode. Yeah. 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 They both, well, the one lady was kind of up to something. He was just like, if this doesn't go through, I'll lose a bunch of money or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. They were definitely trying to lead you in that direction. Yeah. The whole episode. <laughs> I kind of liked Fred had a moment of caring for Daphne. So after he broke his leg, Daphne was like, "Hey, you know, I'll take the lead on this. Just tell me where to go. Where should I be looking? What should I be looking out for and whatever? And Fred was like, no, it's too dangerous. And Daphne was like, what you going to say after that? Like, what's your comment after that, <laughs> sir? Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm a girl. Yeah. So this is our starting point of Daphne really 
taking care of herself. I mean, we kind of saw it in Legend of the Vampire. But this is her just starting to become really more daring and take care of herself in these situations. So that'll be exciting to see more. And, I mean, we we will see her kind of, like, learn different skills, learn, or just on the whim be like, oh, we're going to try this. One of my favorite lines from Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, they get trapped in this ball trap. It's like a trap door at this old man's manor. And he's, basically, it's like, ring the doorbell one more time and you'll regret the consequences type of thing. And so they're like, whatever, pull it. And they go down. Anyway, so Velma's like, oh my gosh, it's a, like, thumbprint scanner to open the cage, whatever. And Daphne's like, oh, well, let me get my my makeup. And Velma's all, you know, like, really? Makeup right now? Mm -hmm. And Daphne's all, you know, Velma, it's never too late to learn how to properly apply makeup or whatever. (laughs) And so then she, like, gets blush and a pore strip. Anyways, she's basically able to uh, get, like, a print of the thumbprint and then put it onto the scanner. Uh So then the scanner kind of recognizes it. And unlocks and whatever. And then, you know, it opens, they get saved, and she's like, I enjoy being a girl. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of love the staff. And I'm like, yeah, you you don't need no man to take care of yourself. Like, you got this type of thing. So That's cool. And then my only other note for Fred is that he comes up with this plan. We actually hear that in solid form. And he even starts describing how the plan's going to work. Yeah. The trap and everything. So. Yeah. He came up with the trap to salt or catch the monster. Yeah. Um, even with a broken leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They were all outside, even, you know, ready to catch him with his crutches. <laughs> you know, he was trooping. <laughs> yeah. He was a trooper in this episode. I was like, wow. I'd be like, I'm done. <laughs> Good luck. Let Good me know everyone. when it's done. <laughs> yeah. Nope. He persevered. Good old Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Are we good to go with Daphne, or did anybody have anything else? I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So, Daphne, um, my first note for her is that she's excited to meet a movie star. Oh, yeah. The Avalanche, yeah, Avalanche. Anderson. Yeah. She's like, you're a movie star? And he's all, no, I just did some stunts and some movies for people. Yeah. So, because I know there's a movie called Haunted Hollywood. And, like, in that movie, she's very, like, we're in Hollywood. Like, oh, I gotta, like, while we're here, I gotta be in some form of movie and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of like seeing this little aspect of what, you know, like, you you kind of almost feel like this is stereotypical of Daphne. But I don't feel like she goes overboard here. Yeah. You know, she was just like, wait, you're a movie star? Like, I think I've seen you. Yeah. So... But yeah, I thought that was fun. Like she's in her element. Like yeah, <laughs> um, she is very much like the caregiver of the gang this episode because she tells yeah. Fred to stay and rest, and she tells Velma eventually to rest because mm-hmm. Velma gets a cold. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. She was just very like, "Here's your wheelchair, Fred. Lay down. Here's some stuff to keep your mind off." And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she just was. She was. She, she wasn't panicked. She was just like, okay, well, we're just going to take each thing as it comes and mm-hmm. just deal with it. Yeah, because Shaggy and Scooby were kind of like off doing their own thing, like trying yeah. to get food or whatever. And Daphne was like taking care of Velma and Fred. And it was kind of fun. And then she makes Velma go in her room and 
watch some DVD. Fred's like, watch these DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, lugging me. <laughs> but yeah, she was. I didn't think about that, but you definitely, yeah, that's true. And then we see her once she goes off on her own, which I honestly love this. Like, you know, she's a teenager. She's, you know, like, oh, I'm alone. Like, I'm just having fun. Anyway, she's just going crazy on that snowmobile, you know, yeah. like, which is what you kind of think like a teenager would do on a snowmobile, you know, or anything like right. that, four-wheeler yeah. type. She's gone all over the place. <laughs> and even Fred was like, you call that careful? Oh my gosh. She's like, funny. chill out. I'm just having fun. <laughs> Daphne's, or she, she kind of like hurries and puts them she's like hey velma go to bed fred get in the wheelchair yeah. i'm good leaving yeah. daphne's flying solo like she's ready for her she's like okay i'm going she was ready to just have yeah. fun she's like we came here for a vacation i'm gonna get a little piece of that yeah i was like i feel like that's you know she's you know trying to look for clues and like solve the mystery but also just kind of have a little bit of fun because yeah, yeah that's what the they're there for the situation yeah yeah she is quick to think on her toes this uh just like we saw in legend of the vampire the monster comes for her when she's alone and oh at first she's like oh i'll uh, melt it because she has a blow dryer with her who doesn't (laughs) right and obviously the monster is not melting and so and it kind of like i don't think it necessarily hit her but she was almost like taken back like wait you know like oh my gosh nothing's happening so she kind of like steps back and is like, oh, there's snow falling. Hit it enough that it'll fall. And then it caused a little avalanche in the shed she was in to at least stop the monster and she could get out quick. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of, I just like that aspect of her character. Yeah. She's like, okay, I can hurry and make an escape quick. Yeah, she's like not scared really. She's just yeah. kind of thinks about it and she's like, okay, this is what I need to do. And this is how I get away, and she doesn't get scared like Shaggy and Scooby would. <laughs> yeah. She just kind of thinks really quick, like you said. And I, yeah, like I said, I like that about her character. A lot of people uh, kind of call her, call at least this version of Daphne we're seeing right now, um, MacGyver Daphne. Oh, yeah, MacGyver yeah. Daphne. Definitely, I can see that. <laughs> she's always got, she's got some like sort of thing up her sleeve. Yeah. She's always ready with so yeah she's i can already tell she's a really cool in this series i'm gonna like her and yeah so this will this version i guess you could say of daphne this is how she's gonna be until our first uh timeline shift so we're gonna see this for quite a while so Mm -hmm. cool yeah that's all i had for her did anybody have anything else I put that she, like, at the end, kind of spotted the guy in the mountains at the control center. Yeah, she true. Was controlling the monster. It was yeah. kind of a small detail, but she was like, because they, this is kind of a spoiler, I guess, but they discover the monster isn't a real person. It's being controlled. And they're like, but who's controlling it? And she was like, up there. I can see him. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Come on, guys. I will say, like, you know, I've watched almost every Scooby there is to watch. Um, And my parents have kind of told me this too, but it's really helped me to be aware of my surroundings. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is kind of an example. I mean, it wasn't very big, like you said, but, you know, it was just like, oh, there's someone up there, so it's probably them, you know? But, yeah, I don't know. I just, it, it does kind of help kids, I guess, be like, 
just just be aware, you know, like take in around you. Don't necessarily be like, they're a bad guy, but just, you know, watch, yeah. be careful type of thing. Yeah. So. That's true. Okay, Velma, she, she her sassy side's starting to come out. Mm-hmm. I honestly kind of like that she also took a back seat in this episode mm-hmm. and gave a little highlight to Daphne shagging Scooby. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she... <laughs> She bundles up mm-hmm. to the max. She is your, like, stereotypical kid going to school during a snowy day in a yeah. marshmallow suit. She's like the kid from Christmas Story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's determined not, ca- not to catch a cold, but of course she's the only one that gets sick. Yeah, I know. I was like, karma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it made her, like, cranky, too, when she got sick. Yeah. I was like, wow, sarcasm much? <laughs> yeah, at one point, she's like, I'm not too sick to see a clue, you know, like, notice a clue when I see one. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, to be fair, Shaggy kind of was teasing her, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was already just like, well, I'm not going to catch a cold, because they yeah. were making fun of her, and then she catches one, and she's like, ugh, just kind of. <laughs> And then when she, when Fred's like, you can watch these snowboarding DVDs, she's like, oh, lucky me. Like, yeah. yay. Which we don't see her actually watch them. She no. just gets in bed and she turns off the lights. Like, Bleh. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to crash for a little bit. Yeah. And then, so the whole gang actually joins in the trap. And uh, she's the reason that the trap doesn't work at first. Yeah. Because of her cold, she, she sneezes. And releases it way too early, right? That yeah, yeah. It got Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I didn't have a lot for him. She finds the first clue. The I think the the newspaper clipping of Theo, the the yes. trail mm-hmm. manager, like used to be a um, a skier, a and yep. a snowboarder yeah, yeah. ruined his career because they ran into each other or something, yeah, like on the hill. I don't remember, but yeah, she's like, I spotted this clue. Or, yeah. I'm not too sick to notice that <laughs> there's a clue right there. That's what she, yeah. But yeah, so she kind of does take a back seat in this episode, but yeah. she's the one that's like, oh, I know everything. She's she's the one that explains everything at the end. I mean, Fred jumps in here and there, but she's like, yeah, I know who it is and yeah. I know why. And yeah. so even though she wasn't necessarily always a part of out searching for clues, she put it all together. Yeah. It's like they brought him back and was like, okay, here's what we found. And she's like, okay, I got it. But wasn't she also the one that, like, literally just got sick of the snow monster at the end and just, like, pulls out that little yes. piece in yeah. him, like, yeah. just, which breaks him? She's like, I'm she's tired like, of this burner. and just pulls it out. Yeah, the monster, like, falls down and breaks because it's a robot. And it's still like trying to reach for Shaggy and Scooby and yeah, she just comes up. She's like, no, no, you don't. And, but okay. I know she's smart, but if you look, there are two little panel things that she, she pulls out one and there are two right next to each other. How does she know which one to pull out? Like maybe they're batteries. Yeah. And obviously turns it off. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I also thought it was funny while we're talking about that, that once, like right before it was like revealed that was a robot, finally we see his feet and they're the conveyor 
belt feet things like because we hadn't seen his feet oh, the yeah. whole time because like, he just like slid through the snow uh-huh. and i just thought it was funny yeah like, that helps him like mobilize himself throughout yeah. the snow which makes sense that's all i have for velma yep yeah <laughs> so shaggy um he's just excited for the food once they get there he's yeah. just like yeah, think about all the hot food. Hot cocoa, hot cider, mm. hot cakes. <laughs> Yummy. Made me a little hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Because oh, normally he'll say, like, chocolate hot dog or something gross, and I'm like, mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, like, normal foods <laughs> that you so. should crave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Fred actually, like, swerves the mystery machine at the beginning of this episode because they have a TV in the mystery machine yeah. that they can get the news on. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. let's see what's happening here. Daphne just pulled it down like, oh, look, the news. And they're watching the news that's happening at the lodge. Anyway, so, like, they're distracted, and Fred's watching the news, and they're driving right into the reporter, and then Velma's like, watch the road, like, come on. And obviously Fred's like, well, overcorrects himself and kind of swerves, but... Shaggy was not phased by it whatsoever. He was just like, whoa, nice parking karma. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because everyone else was kind of like, woo, woo. Yeah. And Shaggy's sitting there, yay, again. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is the snowboarder decoy since Fred injured his leg. Yeah, I thought that was funny because Fred's like, well, obviously I'll be the snowboarder. That's, you know. <laughs> I watch all these snowboarders and the movies, so yeah. I know how to snowboard. Yeah. So, but of course you couldn't do it, so yeah. Shaggy's the runner-up. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, does Shaggy even know too? I don't know. That's what I see. And I was like, does he know how to snowboard? It was almost like he was so scared that he was able to dodge all the objects. And yeah. he kind of realized during, oh, I, I can kind of handle this, but he was still scared. Yeah. But I would just chalk it up to luck. Yeah, really. Like he was lucky. I don't think he'd be able to recreate that unless he was, again, just terrified. Yeah. Did you also notice his snowboard was the mystery machine yeah, decal? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. That was cool. That was fun. That's going to happen quite a bit yeah. throughout the whole franchise now. Um, we'll see if they use stuff or... Uh, I know in an, a movie that'll be coming up not too long. It's called Aloha Scooby-Doo. And they're in Hawaii. And instead of bringing the mystery machine to Hawaii... They have, like, a rental Jeep that has the same Mr. Machine design. <laughs> oh, what a gosh. coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had to specifically ask for that one, right? Or, you know, <laughs> or did uh, Daphne just have them parked all around the world, yeah, like her airplanes? Right. <laughs> like her airplanes, that's right. That's probably what it was. <laughs> They probably have, like, a mystery machine, like, tank, and, right? <laughs> like, a bunch of different vehicles. Well, eventually, Fred trips out the mystery machine, so, like, if they go into water, it can turn into, like, a submarine. Oh. So, you know, it's... It's, it's like a Bond-mobile. Like yeah, a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, okay. I had a question. We see him and Shaggy and Scooby cooking at one point. Chili. Well, can you just cook in a hotel oh. kitchen? I think they always kind of find their way. They don't really ask. They just <laughs> yeah. somehow maneuver back there and then 
sometimes people will like question them yeah not always and this time they ended up hiding before they got caught because because they were having because the people that came in were like talking about everything that was going on yeah and they're like yeah. oh we gotta listen for clues mm-hmm. yeah anyway i don't know why i questioned it but i was just like um no, honestly, like, why are they always just helping themselves? And also Scooby yeah. ate all that guy's, like, yeah. bunch of food like baskets. gift baskets. Yeah, he, like, ate all of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's he right. ate all of them. I was like, and, are those even yours? And Daphne was just like, oh, Scooby. And I'm like, uh, oh, Scooby, are you paying for that? <laughs> oh, Scooby, you're going to be washing dishes for yeah, the time we're like, here. Can't just eat someone's <laughs> gift baskets. Okay, I actually thought about this, like, not while we've been recording an episode, just, like, my own, I have this random thought. You know, yeah, we see Shaggy and Scooby eat all the time and whatever. But we never s- see them pay for it. Ever. Oh. Yeah, they just... <laughs> Do they have, like, a pass, like, when they go to these places, like, an all-eating, just, like, a cruise or something, yeah. where they can just, like, eat whatever they want? Throughout the whole world? <laughs> yeah, like, for ev- anywhere? It's like an eating pass? Or are they just so <laughs> well-known that they're, like... Oh, it's Shaggy and Scooby. Help yourself. But you would think that if they were that well-known, they would have more people come up to them while they're eating, you know? Yeah. Well, and, like, you know, going to this hotel, this ski lodge, I feel like they would be like, oh, you get luxury rooms because you're Mystery Inc. type of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They just, they, I feel like Shaggy and Scooby always, like, get away with the most of all the gang. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my only other note for Shaggy is that he is the bait twice in this yeah, episode. Yeah, he is. He's the decoy, and then he's the bait for the trap. Yeah. Poor Shaggy. Poor Shaggy. And then at the end, he ends up winning the competition. <laughs> Which I don't get how he won. No. Like, like I didn't get what the Was it a race? Or... Yeah. <laughs> I know, I think it was speed and like, which he should have been like disqualified technically because he fell off his snowboard and just like yeah. rolls down halfway. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if that counts as winning, I guess. I can go do that. Yeah, <laughs> anyone can go win. They're just rolling down the hill. <laughs> Worst snowboarding competition ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that one guy lost like all his money. I'm like, oh, makes sense because they weren't very well regulated apparently. <laughs> Wonder Shaggy won. Oh my gosh! Like everybody, I'd be watching, be like, "Boo!" Turn off yeah, the TV. Yeah. What's on the sports channel? <laughs> Go watch. Uh, I think it's because Bruce Wilkinson lost all of his yeah. backers, so he was probably just like, "Whatever." <laughs> you win. I'll have to pay you. I'm moving on. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I have for Shaggy. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. Scooby, I don't have a lot for him. Uh, he actually saves him and Shaggy. I know. He was so brave. Like, he just, like, jumped right in. Yeah. He was like, well, I gotta shave, save Shaggy. I gotta shave Shaggy. You gotta shave Shaggy. Shaggy, get me for her. Raggy. But I thought that was cool. I was like, oh my gosh. He's, like, you know, on board. He's yeah. not scared. He's just going for it. Well, That's yeah. his best friend. Because he so. saw him getting chased right yeah and he's like shaggy and he grabbed his leg and just was like Ooh. yeah yeah that and was he cool broke the ice with his claw. claw so that they could drift away yeah and escape the monster mm-hmm. his tail was the propeller, propeller. yeah 
Which now it kind of makes sense why the monster didn't go in the water because yeah. it was a robot. That's yeah, true. Cause... Would have just malfunctioned and drowned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he, well, so again, the trap kind of malfunctions because of Velma, but then Scooby actually gets Velma to activate a uh, natural trap, but Velma is starting to sneeze and uh, Scooby quickly like turns her around so that she'll sneeze towards a mountain and causes a little avalanche that caught the criminal. Yeah. So... He was he was very on top of things. Yeah, this episode. right. <laughs> That's all I had for him, though. Um, yeah. I put that he scares Shaggy at the end. Oh yeah, he wears the monster's mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We the mask that's not really a mask. mask it's like yeah. a head. The broken head. Yeah, <laughs> which is actually what scares Shaggy into doing the competition. True. Because he's like, I'm not gonna do it, and then Scooby pulls up, pulls out of the snow, and scares him, and then he wins. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll actually see this quite a bit. Scooby using some form of the monster's costume afterwards to be like, hee hee hee, I'm so sneaky. Oh, Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> so we had. Okay, I only felt like a there was bajillion. a lot of side characters because they all came in at once. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot. Like, one, two, three, four, seven. Seven. Yeah. How many do I have? Wait, no. One, two, three, four, five. No, six. Sorry. I thought I had seven. I have six. Okay, yeah, I have six. Um, I miss. But, like, to talk about Nancy Chang, but uh-huh. I was like, that was just, like, what was she planning? Like, the it whole time. It's like she kept saying, well, we'll get our story. Don't you worry on her yeah. phone. And so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what is she doing? And then, like, nothing ever comes of it. It's just like a red herring. It's yeah. just like to make you think that she was doing it. But I was like, <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously she was like the news reporter for whatever channel. Yeah. And it almost seemed like their news channel like she wasn't getting good enough stories or something or she was getting the wrong stories or something so she was like no don't worry like i have this i can do this but like yeah none of that was explained in the end no it was i'm like that was weird yeah (laughs) like she's she's really like maniacal and just like i'm gonna get this and don't you worry i'm gonna get this story and i'll do anything to you know, mm-hmm. raise the ratings, and so I'm thinking she's doing something pretty bad. But who knows? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe she was in cahoots with Avalanche. Maybe. And now, since uh, they caught uh, Avalanche, and you know, we're like, okay, mystery solved. She's like, hee hee hee. Now I can do my real plan. Maybe. Yeah. Will we see her? <laughs> Will again? we see her again? Now we got to pay attention. Yeah, because maybe she'll be like a reporter yeah. that just kind of like shows up. And one time, she'll actually be doing... She'll be the one. Do we see her? Okay. <laughs> grand scheme. Yeah. Hold up. I know there's an episode where there's, like, a big... Re- this one. Kate. They're actually... She might actually come back. We're going to hurry Oh, see. that's cool. Because I would be interested. <clears throat> oh, that was her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Channel 3. So what is she doing in this movie? It's her. She's reporting about this uh, magician's final trick type of thing. Oh. So. 
Okay, yeah. So we do see her again. Okay, well, that's better. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if, like, past that episode, too, if we'll ever see her more. Yeah. But, okay, okay. So we gotta pay attention for her. Yeah. She's like the new broadcaster from Pup. Yeah. So this will be interesting. Oh, Nancy, right? Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. So Chris Klug, all I put was he was the first one to get attacked. <laughs> yep. He was kind of, yeah. It kind of reminded me of the vampire, like at the beginning when they get attacked, and it's <laughs> and just like. Never seen I mean, we yeah. saw him again. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's like, oh no, they're attacking like these contestants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the start of story. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a very heavy time for Scooby-Doo where we get this, what's called, a cold open. Um, I really enjoy them. I really enjoy cold opens. There's a term for it. I'd have to look it up. I have no idea. But where it's basically a moment in, like, a story, basically, where um, supernatural beings and stuff can exist but it's not confirmed or denied but also it could be fake but again that's not confirmed or denied either it's this middle part yeah basically you're like in this middle and kind of swing back and forth throughout the episode you know um but the cold opens for scooby-doo are like the pinnacle of that term that i'd have to look up because yeah you like watch it and you're like oh no this person got attacked or got kidnapped or something like what is it what is it doing why is it trying you know but i love i just love cold opens because it's like it, it gets you hooked yeah you know you're like oh okay yeah so yeah i don't know i really like the cold opens the new scoob movie which we still need to watch yeah i know um <laughs> there was a deleted scene on the blu-ray where they were going to start the movie with a cold open, and I so wish they would have, because the cold open was so good, and, I mean, it makes sense story-wise why they took it out, but I just thought it was such a good cold open, and I don't know, I'm a sucker for cold opens. Yeah. If I it starts with a cold open, I'm like, okay, okay, we're getting into this. I mean, I'm not against either to having, like, an opening of the game, kind of, like, finishing a mystery, and then being, like, oh, hey, now we're getting pulled into this next one. That's that movie or episodes mm -hmm. uh, mystery, more or less. So. Yeah. But, yeah, Chris Klug was our cold open. Is there any, like, that is, like, a cold open that doesn't necessarily happen in the episode but happens, like, later on in, like, a series where they, like, have something and then it, like, comes back? Like, but it doesn't necessarily involve that That's particular specific. episode? Um. Mr. Incorporated. They do that. Heavily. Um, I like, that's cool. Like We, we have to do that <laughs> series with you. Yeah. Um, because I think you would really, really like it. Um, but yeah, Mr. Incorporated. So we have this series, and our next series is going to be Shaggy and Scooby-Doo Get a Clue. Um, so it'll be our series after that. Awesome. But yeah, that so that series, Mr. Incorporated, is like... The there's three series where you have to watch the episodes in order mm -hmm. for it to make sense. Where you know what's new Scooby Doo, yeah. you really don't have to. Yeah, that's um, true. But Mystery Incorporated is like the the heaviest uh, series that you have to watch in order. And so yeah, everything like you, yeah, everything connects. Yeah. 
um, in the first episode, actually, uh, I mean, not necessarily like a, a cold open or whatever, but Daphne finds a locket as they're trying to solve the mystery and whatever. This locket has these two people in it, a man and a woman and whatever. And anyway, so they solve the mystery within the episode. Yeah. And, and she's like, wait, what does this locket have to do with anything? Like, yeah. And the criminal is like, I've never seen that before. Like, no. I don't know. And then at the end of the episode, they're kind of chilling, hanging out, you know, mystery solved or whatever. And then the phone rings and they're like, oh, hey. And because they're at a, they're at a radio station. And so they're like, hey, you called Kegel. Like, what's, you know, type of thing. Anyway, and the guy's like. You found the locket. You just caused the curse and type thing. So I don't know if that's kind of what. Oh yeah, saying. that's yeah, kind of like that kind of a thing where you have to like connect episodes mm-hmm. to get like the full story, which I like. Yeah, that. like not just like a one-off kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's like one episode done. So yeah, that's interesting. So that'll be cool. Yeah, oh, uh, I love that series. Yeah. It's I mean, again, that one's very lore-heavy for Scooby-Doo. Yeah. But yeah, I love uh, this this simple locket in the first episode is what basically causes everything to happen in that series. And we actually don't even learn what the locket has to do with anything, I don't think, till season two. Yeah, okay, that's it, cool. It's like, yeah. I mean, there's only two seasons in that series. Right. But yeah, they find this locket and they're like, why, you know, it doesn't connect to the episodes, mystery and whatever. And then you don't really get an explanation of it throughout the first season. But then like... You know, once we get into the second season, it's you, we learn, oh, like, it belonged to so-and-so, it connects to this, they belong to this, and that's why this is happening. Anyway, I don't know. I, yeah, I really enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. like what you're saying. And I love that in that series, what started it was just a simple locket. Yeah, know? like one little object, and then it, like, blows out to, you, like, it, this well, whole it's, thing. Yeah, it's, like, something so small you don't even think about yeah. it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's just another clue. And then it's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, what is that? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, and you're super intrigued by it now. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. like, such a good, like, you know, starting point to something that keeps oh, the, the audience hooked. The little tune that the locket plays oh. gives me goosebumps. Creepy. <laughs> it is creepy. Anyway. Oh, sorry, we ran off. <laughs> sorry about that. I was like, oh, I'm interested in this. Yes, please do that. <laughs> I think you'll is that it. the one with the Twin Peaks references? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love Twin Peaks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they get the, origi- the original dancing guy. The dancing, um, the- yeah, dwarf or like, is yeah. he, like, I can't remember what they, anyway, yeah. Yeah. The little, little person. Comes in. Uh, voices his same character yeah, in the series. Yeah, so. so cool. That's awesome. So we have Bruce Wilkinson in this episode. I literally just put billionaire. Yeah, that's yeah. Like billionaire I mean, backing contest. <laughs> yeah. I kind of didn't get why he lost all of his money. I don't think that was really explained. Apparently he just was not a good money manager. Well, that's, yeah, like, did he just invest in the wrong things? Yeah, I kind of, yeah, he was kind of a jerk, but I also kind of felt bad at the end because he was, like, working, like, he had to, he was, now he was working at the lodge. I didn't feel bad, I was like, yeah, the way he, this was home, like, he was like, oh, you're here for the competition, like, he just sounded so, like, uppity uppity. Yeah. I'm like, you can do some work, sir, learn, learn to work for your money instead of just trying to, I don't 
Yeah, that's true. So. You've convinced me. Um. Now I hate him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we both hate him. Now I'm gonna. <laughs> Never want to see you again. <laughs> um, we had Gretchen. She okay. She Mueller. is the only girl snowboarder. Yeah, and she was like Russian or something. Yeah, I, I think. Uh-huh. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of thought it was funny when Fred first meets her. She's like, "Oh, silly boy!" And yeah. Kind of pulls him towards her. And, yeah. It's just like, he. she almost like leads him on and is just like, <laughs> nope. Nope. And then yeah. she's like, Psh, goes down yeah. the hill and he's like, duh. <laughs> um, yeah. She was kind of funny. We had Avalanche Anderson, who I guess is a snowboarder, but like did snowboarding like movie stunts. stunts. Yeah. And that's kind of How where he's kept his fame. Yeah. Because Fred was, like, so excited to see him. Yeah. He was like, oh my gosh, Avalanche Anderson. Like, more excited, I think, than any <laughs> seen anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and he got he got attacked by the monster, hurt his leg as well. Yep. So now both him and Fred are stuck in a cast. Yep, I was like, Chris Klug, Avalanche Anderson. Oh, Fred. yeah, Krista. Um, and then, well, those are the three, like, snowboarders. Yeah. We, yeah. Um, and then we have Theodore, the trail manager, the creeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the creeper. <laughs> I know, yeah, I, I didn't catch that he was, like, the trail manager, so I was just, like, maintenance guy. Yeah, <laughs> basically, cranky, there's always a cranky maintenance yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you guys doing here? Yep. I'm trying to do my job. Exactly. Yeah, he got mad that Fred broke his leg. Yeah, he's like, he saved, oh, he's like, saves like, what do you think I'm doing? I'm helping Fred, or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're like, get away from him. <laughs> and he's like, you meddling kids <laughs> on my trail. Which, to be fair, they were on his trail. Yeah. And then called him a creeper. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. He probably just, like, walks as he walks all weird because he got injured. So they're probably like, yeah. oh, look at him. Mm-hmm. He's, like, walking all creepy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mean kids. <laughs> Teenagers. Teenagers. <laughs> And then Nancy, we already talked about. I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's all the characters, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. So our villain for this episode is, he's just called Snow Creature. So he didn't have, like, a specific name. But he's basically, like, this big, blocky ice creature. Mm-hmm. I kind of like his design. I don't I'm a mm-hmm. sucker for ice creatures. Yeah. Like, really? not specifically snow creatures, but ice creatures. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say he really reminds me of like the ice creature in Frozen. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, I like his design. I just mm-hmm. and I mean I do like he didn't really talk. You know, he's like a creature. Yeah. But I was a little disappointed. Like he didn't have any sort of ice powers or anything. You know, he just chased him around. Yeah. But. Yeah, uh, there was no lore attached to him either. He just kind of showed up. Yeah, kind of like the one from the other Ski Lodge episode. He yeah, just shows yeah. up randomly and attacks people. Yeah, that's right. This is like her second ice creature. Yeah. And like I said, there's going to be another one eventually in this series. <laughs> it's kind of popular. Thing. <laughs> so the criminal ended up being Avalanche, like we had said. And yeah. he... I didn't understand. He just wanted to be the best snowboarder again. Um, yeah, I guess, 
Was he trying to just eliminate all the other people? Yeah, so that he could be crowned the best. Which again? would be stupid because he would just win by default. So yeah, it's like you're not even winning for skill. Like <laughs> he was kind of dumb. So let's. It's like the fans <laughs> from Legend of the Vampire. Yeah, that wanted just, to win by default. Yeah. yeah, they don't seem to care about integrity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. He also obviously faked his like injury. Yeah, yep. or Fred and Chris. How did it actually get hurt? Yeah. It's like he had no... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was done. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It was just like, oh, let me just break your legs. It's fine for the competition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't have a care in the world about hurting someone. Yeah, which is kind of dark. Of course, it's lighthearted in the in the episode, but it's kind of dark. Yeah. He literally injured these people. For what? Like, no money, yeah. no cash. Like, for what? For fame, identity, yeah. like, yeah, recognition of... Being a jerk. Maybe that's why he's in cahoots with Nancy Chang because she was gonna like blow it like up on the news, and he was like, "True, maybe." Ooh, we're on to something. This is the real mystery. Because I was like, if it wasn't really like if they felt like that wasn't really a big deal, like the whole competition, then I don't. Yeah, I don't know what his motives were. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, maybe possibilities for some other things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And he also had weird hair. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Like, his hair looks just... I'll admit, it's, I feel like it's very, like, early 2000s hair. Yes. Yeah. Y2K hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, that I mean, that's all the characters. I wanted to ask, though, um, this is our first time hearing Mindy Cohn, and technically not... Greg Griffin, she voiced Daphne in the puppet one, but she had to do, like, a kid version, so you couldn't really get a total sense of her as Daphne. Yeah. But what did you think of Mindy Cohn as Velma and Greg Griffin as Daphne here, now that we're going to be hearing them for quite a while? I liked um, Mindy Cohn. I was like, oh, I know her from, yeah, Facts of Life. Yeah, Facts of Life. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, she's perfect. Like, I think it fits her very well. Like, her voice fits her very well. And, yeah, Greg Griffin, I like. Her voice, Daphne, mm-hmm. just kind of like, I don't know, it fits both of them, yeah. both their characters very well. So. Yeah, I agree. I It didn't feel, like, off. Like, sometimes when it's, like, really different, it, like, takes me a minute to get used to yeah. it. But it yeah. really didn't take me that long. I was just like, okay, and then I kind of, like, just didn't think about it. So it really just flowed well with them and their characters. Yeah, I agree. Just, and you've been hearing Craig Griffin for a while because we've been watching the newer Scoobies and stuff. Yeah, which could could be a part of it, but yeah. that's, you know. Like, she, well, I mean, her and Mindy Cohn did these characters in Mystery Incorporated, and we watched that whole series. Right. Um, Kate Mikuchu, voices Velma, now took over the role in Be Cool Scooby-Doo, so. Oh, I see. Okay. That series is where the change kind of happens. Um, but Greg Griffin's still doing it. This also has Casey Kasem. Again, this is his last series of Scooby-Doo, technically, uh, before he passed away. But I love, love, love that his final role was in the last episode of Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated as Shaggy's dad. So. Oh, that's cool. I, I don't know. I love that. And uh, it's a funny kind of line because, you know, like, uh, you know, people are like, oh, it's 
Shaq is like a teenage hippie, you know, and like this is, there's even a joke in Scoob, it's kind of like what a middle-aged man would think a, hip, a teenage hippie sounds like. Mm-hmm. And the, in the last episode of Mr. Incorporated, uh, Shaggy is basically like trying to tell his mom like, no, we're basically like, we're lazy hippies type of thing, whatever. Like, we don't, we don't do anything, we don't accomplish anything type of thing. And uh, Casey Kasem's last line as Shaggy's dad is, I don't buy that for a second. You know, like, <laughs> he's basically, like, saying, this character I created, I don't buy that for a second. So, <laughs> I think it's funny. That's awesome. So, yeah, okay. That's the episode. What did you guys think? Are you excited for more? Yeah, I'm excited for more. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see more of the series. Yeah. I did like the whole... I mentioned like when we were watching the whole... like It reminded me of Rear Window when Fred gets that mo- Alfred Hitchcock movie. He gets injured and he has a broken leg and he's like watching out for Daphne in the back window and he can't like do anything. And oh, I just uh-huh. love that whole... Kind of like a nice little throw out to like yeah. the master of mystery, like Alfred Hitchcock. So I was like, that's cool. <laughs> and he's just like, can't do anything and... Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you like scared for Daphne and like yeah. I'm, like I kind of like that, but I thought that was cool. That's the one thing I wanted to mention <laughs> that reminded me of. But another anyway. little mention that I can say too, I told you guys when we weren't recording, but the romps in this series, at least most of them, I don't know if all, but most of them are like actual real songs you can go look up and add to your music library, listen to. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, that is our first episode of What's New Scooby-Doo. We are in a new era, getting into their teenage years, fully diving in now. Yeah. So, let's get to our joke. I didn't pick one out ahead of time. <laughs> is there an ice monster joke? I tried looking, or a, there wasn't. abominable snowman? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready for this joke? I'm ready to laugh. Hopefully. <laughs> How do you keep a giant monster from charging? How? Take away its credit cards. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, funny. That was a knee slapper. <laughs> I love joke books. Yeah, love joke books. <laughs> Alright. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we would love it if you gave us a review on there. That helps us out so we know what we're doing good, what we're not doing good. <laughs> so really appreciate it if you do. Really appreciate these recent reviews. Thank you so much. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can email us at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at sdlegendpodcast. So... Thank you all for listening, tuning in. Here we go. New era of the timeline. Yay. That's, that's going to do it. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.